So if you're looking for your role in F1, if you're looking for a role ex, you know, in a different industry and you're looking to make a move, have a think about what you can do to be proactive about taking those steps to accelerate your career. Hi, and welcome to Helping You Perform. I'm your host, Paul Teasdale. Over a career working with high-performing teams from across the globe, including seven years working with Formula One team McLaren, I've learned a lot about what it takes to drive results. In this weekly podcast series, I'm going to be bringing you tips, tricks, and insights from the world of Formula One that you can apply for your organization for your own high performance. Enjoy. Hi, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Helping You Perform, where I bring my tips, tricks, insights, and stories from the world of F1 and other high-performing teams and help you accelerate your performance by applying those lessons yourself. I hope you enjoyed last week's episode, episode 47, which was talking about knowing when to shut up and what lessons we can learn from the communication channels between a race engineer and a driver in the world of F1 and what can we do as leaders in terms of knowing when to shut up and allowing our people to perform? In this week's episode, I'm going to reflect on a question I've had a lot recently, which is, how did you get into the world of F1? What was that career decision? What was the career trajectory? And ultimately, a lot of people are asking me because it's like, how do I get into that world of F1? Now, I want to do this in a way that you might not be thinking about going into the world of F1, but you might be thinking about that next step in your career. You might be thinking about moving into an industry or a business that you want to get into. You've got a passion about, you know you can add value, and you know that it's the one that's going to drive you and motivate you to give your best performance. So let me start with the story about how I got into the world of F1. So I've had a bit of an interesting uh, backstory. I've done everything from sausage making to international uh, container shipping to banking, dairy export, all sorts of weird and wonderful things. And I hasten to say stumbled upon Formula One, but I wasn't deliberately going for a job in that world. What I was doing, I was living in New Zealand at the time with uh, myself and the family, and we decided for family reasons we were going to move back to the UK. And when we did that, we'd learned some lessons from when we moved out to New Zealand and through some coaching conversations with other people and speaking to others who've made the move, particularly back from New Zealand back to the UK, that you've got to be really careful when you're making a big decision like that you often focus on the great stuff and the good reasons uh, that you're going to be doing that move, which is all well and good. But you've also got to think about the downsides as well. What are you going to miss? What are the things that are going to ultimately lead you to those negative thoughts of, have I made the right decision? I wish I had just stayed in New Zealand in the first place, or I wish I'd stayed in that industry or in that role. And one of the great ways of doing that is to think about what is it that's going to derail you? And the reason for thinking about this, and, and the reason for this in context of this story, is that when we were moving back, I had the opportunity to take on a couple of roles. I, I, I did a lot of research, I did looked at different options, and I had an opportunity to work 
back for a bank that was up in the sort of northwest of the of England, very close to my old stomping ground where I grew up. Um, but it was doing a very similar role that I was doing over in New Zealand at the time. I knew it was going to be potentially a good career move. It was going to be something where I knew the area um, that we were likely to be moving to, and it'd be close to family, lots of good uh, advantages. But I also knew that that didn't really excite me enough and be different enough to move back from New Zealand to that role. So if that role, for whatever reason, didn't turn out to be as good as I thought it was going to be, I'd be like, well, why did I move from New Zealand where I was living near the beach and had some family and friends there, had a great lifestyle, to move back to Chester and to you know, take on a role that I was doing anyway. So why make that move in the first place? But I also had the opportunity to work for McLaren. Now, this came about because one thing I would always encourage people to do when they're thinking about changing careers, they're looking to do a big move in their life, reach out to your network. Reach out to people who you know have made that similar move or if you know who are out there, even if you just know these people, and just say, does anybody know if there's a good job going? Here's what I do. Here's Reach out to friends and family and say, look, I'm looking to make this move. I want to do something. Who can recommend something that I might not have heard of? And you'll be amazed at the connections that people can make that you would never have come across in the first place. And this is what happened to me. An old friend of mine from my pre-university days, 20 plus years in the past, sort of got back in touch after we'd reached out to a lot of people and said, I work for McLaren. I know that they're building the business, the sort of consultancy part of this business. And I think you would be a really good fit for what's going on here. Would you like me to introduce you? You can have a conversation. And that's how I got through the door or even heard about the job in the first place. I wasn't going out looking for a job in F1. But what happened was, as soon as I did that, I then brought everything that I could to that role. And I was very clear as to what I wasn't bringing. I wasn't bringing a sort of F1 passionate, fanatical um, sort of history of something that sport that I love, because that was not anything that I ever grew up with. I was bringing the passion for performance and the, the passion for bringing that performance to wider industry as well. And actually, it combined with a lesson when we first moved out to New Zealand that I think people can take a lot of um, uh, principles and practices from as well. At that point, myself and the wife, this pre-kids, were deciding, actually, we're going to move out of London. We spent our time, a few years living in London. It's about time we moved out and did something a bit different. It was all getting a bit much. And so we were looking different parts of the UK, Manchester, Oxford, Birmingham, back up in Chester, those sorts of things. And my sister had moved out to New Zealand a couple of years previous. And we started having the conversation with her and she said, well, why don't you come out to New Zealand? There's loads of stuff coming up here. And once we started asking the question, we were like, oh, maybe we could. Let's go and find out more. And as it happens, we were going over there. Uh, I think it was actually for my sister's wedding. Um, and what I did was I had a look for what are the sort of roles that I would like to get involved with. Did a bit of research for myself and decided this. there are a couple of companies out there. 
one in particular, biggest employer out there, big dairy exporter. It'd be great if I'm moving to New Zealand to be part of that. So what I did was when I was in country, I actually went up to their headquarters. It was around just before Christmas. People were starting to break up and get ready for the, the Christmas break. I actually went in to the headquarters and said, could I speak to somebody in HR, please? I'm here from the UK. I'm here for a couple of weeks and I'd love to have a conversation with somebody about potential opportunities in future. I've seen on your website that there isn't anything specific, but I'd love to work for your organization. This is what I can bring. And I'd love to find out if that's going to be of value to you. And I just had literally a sit down in a coffee with someone from the HR team who was available at the time. And that led to nothing at the time, but about two or three months later, I end up with a, an email and a phone call from New Zealand saying, we've got a job that you think you might be uh, sort of suited for here. Would you like to discuss it more? And what had happened was because I had taken the positive steps to literally knock on the door and say, this is me. I love what you guys do. I'd love to find out if there is a fit here. And I know I've done my research and I know that there isn't a role, but would you consider me to bring this sort of value if you had a role like that in future? So have a think about those things for yourself as you go through. What can you do to reach out to your network, to knock on doors and to be proactive? And when you are proactive, one of those things is make sure you've done your research beforehand. It's nothing worse than knocking on the door and saying, uh, you don't have any jobs at the moment uh, advertised, but I'd love to talk to you about this. And they go, well, we do. We look on the website. We've got some job roles there. So you've got to make sure you do your research, but be proactive and reach out to that network. And you never know uh, what's going to come up. Those connections, those friends of family, those uh, partners of family who work in a different organization that you never would have had connections with. So if you're looking for your role in F1, if you're looking for a role ex you know, in a different industry and you're looking to make a move, have a think about what you can do to be proactive about taking those steps to accelerate your career. As always, if you want to find out more, if you want to have a conversation about this, go to paulteasdale.co.uk, set up a free 30-minute chat. But what you'll also find at the website as well is there's a whole section called Rapid Career Development where I've applied the rapid performance model to career development as well. So there's a few little tidbits, all free videos and free resources on there to help you accelerate your career. Please get in touch. Let me know what's hitting home here, how I can improve myself, my uh, podcast, my value back to you guys. But in the meantime, I'll see you in the next episode. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Helping You Perform podcast. If you found value in this episode, please take a moment to like, share, or review the podcast. You can reach out to me at any time, either through LinkedIn or through my website at www.paulteasdale.co.uk. I look forward to speaking to you in the next episode.